Hello everybody and welcome back to Last Minute Kickout. I am Pete Titans Creed Nevico, always joined by the ever-wonderful Mr. Kevin, the Kevin Eva Eva. <laughs> and yes! John, and John, the poster boy for DDP Yoga, <laughs> Finley. Um, yes, uh, as you might have seen on the Twitters, Mr. John here has actually been up on the old Twitter feed for DDP Yoga. I believe today you went up, wasn't it? Yes. Uh, yeah. Um, what was it? If you check out uh, DDP Yoga's Twitter page, they posted up my story of my uh, eight-month journey on uh, uh, kind of like losing uh, 135 pounds in eight months. Mm -hmm. And uh, if you want to check that out, go check it out. Uh, follow DDP Yoga uh, on Twitter. Uh, I think it's, uh, go I think to it's... at Turbo XLR. You can see it on John's Twitter. <laughs> yes, I've retweeted the hell out of it. So that's been my 2017, which is quite fitting because we are at the end of 2017 yeah. for WWE's pay-per-view run. So, uh, yeah, if you're interested, is the uh, Tuesday transformation just to date the video? Hashtag. Yes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, 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 Hashtag. It is from the 19th of December 2000. Yeah. There you go. Time date. Oh, yes. Time date, time stamped. Good to go. Boom. So, yes, I'm Titans Creed, joined by Kevin Eva and Turbo XLR, and today we are Beard Money Inc. <laughs> Beard! 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 You fools! You didn't do it. <laughs> I, I don't watch TNA. I don't, I don't, I don't watch <laughs> I, TNA. Oh, I was going to say, I, it's, it's like, I'm, I, I know Bobby, I know, I love Bobby Roode, and I know about, uh, uh, shit, Storm. <laughs> Good job, Good job, John. <laughs> but which is better? There's only one way to find out. <laughs> Fight! <laughs> so, yes. Actually, that might come, happen yeah, sooner than you think. Might do. Uh, but yes, as Mr. Turbo has said we are talking about Clash of the Champions? Nope. Clash of Champions. Of Champions. Clash of, Clash of the Titans. <laughs> a very fantastic movie. Um, personally, I enjoyed this one. I thought it was pretty good. Um, I think, once again, it seems my opinions differ to my co-hosts. <laughs> Not necessarily. No, but... Not might be a little lower, maybe in my in my camp. So, Someone's if everybody looks tired of looking at each other. He says, wearing complete God. full AJ <laughs> Styles gimmick wear. Well, I think. Well, I I do like the guy. I mean, come on, he's like I'm a mark. I mean, if, what am I supposed to say? Pete, if you squint. If you squint very I mean, hard, I wear glasses. I look like a. <laughs> My God, it is him. <laughs> I don't have the golden locks though. Yeah. yeah. John's you don't want none, apparently. <laughs> is, it, is that going to be 2018 hair transplant? Is that, is yeah, that what that, maybe it's actually. Paper, it's good. It's um, but yes, Clash of Champions. I thought it was pretty good. Their opinions differ, and as always, we will talk about that over the course of however long this takes to record. <laughs> um, Several years, indeed. Uh, but we're going to start as we always do with the kickoff show, and with the kickoff show comes the irrelevant bollocks that we're not going to talk about. And we'll jump mm. straight to Zack Ryder versus. Oh, oh! <laughs> I wanted, to, I wanted <laughs> to say stuff about that. I tell you what, Kev, because it is bollocks. I tell you what, Kev, you you what? you guide you guide us through the irrelevant bollocks. Yes. Okay. 
My, the first thing I am going to say is... David Otunga. No. I've shocked you into silence. Uh, yeah, I actually have, thought actually. David Otunga made some very good points on the kickoff show. Um, which was... It was nice to see. Normally, no one knows what the hell they're talking about, Otunga included. But I actually thought he made some good points about what the uh, ramifications of uh, the matches going on uh, that night were. Uh, Contrary-wise, Sam Roberts continues to look like a bad carrot-top impersonator. <laughs> and I, don't really know, I don't really know why he's there. Because he, um, he has a radio he, show. He, he's a community... Um, yeah. Entrepreneur, he's a community entrepreneur or community community people. Yeah, I know. Right? Um, I know. I can't, can't think of anything worse. Um, uh, Kayla and the social media lounge hashtag go away. <laughs> to to, just, to, just, Ka- just, to Kayla or the social media lounge, just the entire thing. Really, just go away. Just the social media um, lounge and door. Also, they, they they showed the Styles Mahal or back and forth promo for the first time there. And I thought that was really good and, you know, got across what their motivations were, the sort of the, the, the mental placing of where their characters were going into the bout and the fact they sort of essentially answered each other as well. I think that was actually quite nicely done and quite nicely presented. But then we went into Mojo versus Zack, the implosion of the NXT Mega Powers. That, that, well, the hype brothers explode! The hype brothers explode! And not in confetti, which I was quite surprised by and slightly upset. But yes, we, we went in to uh, Mojo and Zach. Um, uh, to begin with, actually, the, the shirt check from the audience. There was no cease and desist shirts this this pay-per-view. Are you, sh- are you oh, sure? No. I thought I saw one. Uh, in I, did, I, did, I did not see any. Uh, there I was, did see uh, other things sev- during that thing, which we'll get to. I did, I did. I have a lot of um, P1, red P1 shirts, though. There was a heck of a lot of red red shirts for your man there. There was. Um, I'll tell you one thing that returned this week uh, at Clash of, the, Clash of Champions was the uh, the smash sign. The smash sign was back again. There was a Smash Brothers sign there to, for a buff King DDD, and yes. on the other side it was Ban Bayonetta. Yeah. <laughs> what? Who? Who has? Who's a, who has it out for my girl? Seriously, well, honestly, I was oh, like no. Bayonetta is Bay. Come on. Oh, Actually, no. Oh, oh, scratch that. Bay is not a word that we should be using. So she's a goddess. Okay. <laughs> anyway, you are a fan of a great many characters. <laughs> Okay. Uh, another thing I'd like to about before we get into that was every SmackDown title. This is like this is the show where every SmackDown title is on the line. You mean like every SmackDown pay per view? Yeah. Um, it's, it's a shame that yeah. the last two pay per views have had zero <laughs> titles on the fucking line. I know. It's like they've done that to just sort of just to make it oh look. And at the same time, just like. Yeah, but this isn't that special, really. The one time of the year when all SmackDown titles are on the line. That, although that said, the graphics are really cool. Yes, I don't know if you guys saw that with the with the pillars and the history of the belts. Yeah, Mm -hmm. the different the the different versions of it. Yeah, when they did the women's one, the divas belt was mysteriously missing. Hmm. I like that. I ponder that. (laughs) 
Uh, so, so the implosion of the the hype bros was this this big thing. Uh, everyone kind of knew. Everyone kind of knew going into what the result would be. There was lots of yeah. rumor and hearsay about, um, ironically enough, Mojo's promos on Twitter, because apparently Zack Ryder has never done anything on social media ever. Yeah, um, uh, the first WWE Internet Champion. Yeah. <laughs> oh no, that's not recognized. Uh, it's in. It's it's. it's a shame. Bizarrely, a part of his. Is uh, action figures and stuff, but it's not uh, something that uh, WWE recognizes it. Yeah, officially recognized title. Um, but uh, yeah, so it was kind of obvious who was going to win because there was lots of stuff in the wrestling press about you know Mojo's going to get mm-hmm. his time finally after winning the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal. That Remember that, yeah. and nothing happened from it. Um, all the-, the people. And for, and um, I, yeah. Let's be fair. I mean, they did nothing with Cesaro as well in the year that he had it. Big Show yeah. had it uh, because, to be fair, the guy was the guy's been on the way out of the company for a while, and it's his last big recognition. And mm-hmm. you know, for anyone to expect Mojo to do anything with it, eh. Hi. And who was before Mojo? Baron Corbin. We'll get to him. Yeah, but, yeah. we'll get Corbin, to him. Is it Corbin. Did all right out of it. I think he made a big thing. Yeah, he, of it. He's probably had the best run actually, because essentially that was his debut of such as well, and that was yes. really, well, really well done on that. And that's a good way to uh, another a good way to do a debut. But yes, Mojo versus Zach in what I thought was an actually really good kickoff match. It had a lot of logical sense in terms of what was going on. Um, it didn't start that way. No, um, because we had Mojo doing his stupid sprint to the ring, which makes looks looks dumb. Is he, dumb. He, he is proto warrior. Uh, yeah, there. He's like he yeah. he's like proto renegade, essentially. Oh god, that's a good. That's a good one. Yeah. <laughs> um, also, I'm not sure why he was dressed as a copy of Crazy Taxi on GameCube, but um, apparently he was. Uh, but it made sense, you know. They all they were both angry, had, had had chips on the shoulders, something to prove. Zach came out, you know, was on the offences from right from the get go. Um, and there was then there was a little bit of back and forth. Uh, there was a, a, a nasty looking, you know, bump uh, when Zach was Zach was off. Zach was ended up being positioned sitting on the. Top turn back, and basically, Mo just was steamed over and shoved him straight off. Yeah, and that he took um, a real b- bad spill there. Yeah, yeah, it was a bad spill. Um, actually, Zach did very well to control that, considering, and it made sense. That then that sort of led into, um, actually, it led into a, a shoulder barge tackle into the barrier, which was again, you know, quite a, a big blow. And it made sense. Then we went into the break because we need to know about buying Christmas stuff. Um. Came back, Mojo's completely in control. Um, there's a lot of power moves. Uh, Mojo's like like shoving Zach in the head, like down to the mat. Um, and there's screaming, where's your, where's your killer instinct? Where's your killer instinct? It's on Xbox One. Exactly. Uh, to which point Mojo kind of... What? What was that big? The killer instinct joke. <laughs> All right. <laughs> oh, he, he he hated it. 
sorry, John, Cucumbo Breaker. <laughs> There's, uh, yeah, there was some more trash talking. In the end, Zach just slapped the crap out of him, Mojo, which was quite funny. Um, which led into the Broski boot. And again, we had some logic there. He backed up for it, looked at the hand, and then just went, you know what, fuck this. I'm not going to do the top. Just went straight in and kicked him in the face, which made sense. And then he took a couple of steps back, and he, he thought, you know what, sorry, I'm going to kick him in the face again. And it just made sense. These guys don't like each other. There's no need for taunts or anything like that. Logic. Love it. Um, Mojo saved by being too close to the ropes. Uh, and then it... We had some more logic and callbacks to the history of everything. With um, Mojo still in the ropes, the referee backs Zach up. Zach goes, Zach gets, all right, all right, all right, all right. That gives the room for Mojo to get up, hits a chop block to the the knee that Zach Ryder injured and the one that he rehabbed. The, the injury that took the hype bros out of the number one contender spot that they just won. Um, and put Zach on the shelf for months and months and months and months. It was that knee that he was the that he struck, uh, and it made it made perfect sense. Gave him the opportunity. Uh, the finish was just Mojo basically sprinting like crazy to just whack him in the face with an elbow, which frankly looked fine. It, as as a it, it was like okay, he's not getting up from that. Makes sense. There was logic everywhere. Good good fight. Good opening. This isn't over, and I not particularly mind that. For for a match that's essentially been on the card for three, four months now. Oh, it's they, longer they, than that. Yeah, they teased this way back when, and then they had to put them back together to, um, like they had to blow it off to put somebody else over, and then they, uh, yeah, they just did it the other day, and I'm like, yeah, okay, this feels alright because we knew it was coming eventually. It was just a matter of like need over substance, I imagine. Mm. But um, yeah, it'll be interesting to see where it goes. But John, do you want to go for your notes? Um, well, pretty much Kevin just called it uh, uh, move for move, essentially. And uh, what was it? Uh, I would I will add that uh, the hype, uh, the package promo package that they had for uh, the match was very good. Now, um, the only downside that I have with this is this could have been good to have on the main show. And replace it with another match, which we'll get to eventually. And I replace wonder that what over. match that was. Yeah. So. By any chance. Yeah. So we will get to that when we get to it. But no, I totally agree with Kev. I did actually like how this went. I knew how it was going to go as well, and it was the right call. And uh, yeah, call. Uh, I totally agree with uh, how Kev uh, put it. So yeah, totally like that match. It was good. Absolutely agree. Pretty decent show. So... On to the main card. Main card. What was the first one, John? It was the US title match. The triple threat uh, with Bobby Roode versus Baron Corbin versus Dolph Ziggler. Yeah. So I thought this was a pretty throwaway match with a pretty surprise ending. Uh, I wasn't expecting um, Ziggler to walk away with the belt, to be completely honest with you. Yep. Um, I totally agree. So I actually was okay. I mean, I I haven't had a chance to be on top of like the uh, the dirt sheets. Not for yeah, a not weeks, for but... any other reason than they really don't want Dolph to leave. 
Mm. Uh, Dolph's miserable has been miserable for ages because of just what he's doing, and they're shucks the US title at him. Well, here's the thing: they did this before with the IC title. They gave they gave Dolph the IC title when he put his t- career on the line against the Miz. He got the IC title, and then that was kind of like his little extension. And then it's happened. It's happening again where they're giving them the title because he's in that miserable part. Seriously, I think he's just gonna leave because if he I wanted mean, a title that bad, he would want the world title. He would want another shot at the world title, not any of the mid card stuff. Because he's always boasting about what he's I honestly think Ziggler and AJ could pull off an absolutely stellar match. Oh, they could. Oh, God, that would be lovely. Yeah. Um, But bet what? With the two of them, like the the two big bumpers. Mm. Fucking hell. I I think that would actually have um, the actual, the cojones to actually pull. I mean, Ziggler. I hate the way Ziggler's doing his entrance because for some, you know, it's, I don't hate it. I hate the fucking pre-recorded record scratch. I, I absolutely despise it. Absolutely. But yeah, um, well, I think that only no, just came back now. Uh, I mean, last week, the week before, uh, he actually came out to his music. He didn't come out to record scratch. So yeah. I don't know why they did but, it this time around here. Because somebody at WWE remembered what, uh, Ziggler's he's supposed was. to be. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Uh, I think you're right, Kev. I think they probably have given him the belt to try and uh, keep him around. But unfortunately, because they don't have... I mean, they don't even have to put the belt on Ziggler at this point. They just have to have him feud and feud well. Ziggler's been absolutely stunning on the mic the last couple of months, ever since, like... I I don't know if if, uh, The Miz put some fire back into him, but ever since the the Ziggler-Miz stuff, Ziggler's been really sick on the mic... His in-ring stuff has been pretty damn good. Uh, I have to say, it's been really, really enjoyable watching um, Dolph work recently. And I think Dolph and AJ could just... Because AJ, the way AJ works can put anybody over, as you know we'll talk about later as well. But yeah, um, pretty disappointing match from my point of view. But, you know, the ending threw me. I wasn't mm. expecting it. I was, I was expecting Corbin to lose the belt, but I was expecting it to go on rude. But the, I like I like the way the match finished. Uh, there were several spots in it I liked, but overall I thought the match was not brilliant and not not something caliber to an opening match, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, just going over a couple of things uh, that did happen in the match that you know that impressed me. Um, was it uh, was it Baron Corbin doing his side slam uh, on uh, Bobby Roode? That was right, uh, really good. Um, what was it uh, the Bo- Bo- uh, Bobby Roode's blockbuster? I always love that move. Um, yes, Dolph Ziggler with uh, his uh, famous sir, yeah, for two. Um, I call I called Bobby Roode's uh, <laughs> rock bottom a Uranagi. Um, Everybody's doing that nowadays. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's like, yeah I think the commentators have been calling it. It's Uranagi in my notes as well. Yeah. Um, but I like that. I like I liked uh, Bobby Roode's Uranagi because he did that on TNA a lot. Um, I believe it's, um, it's, it's more of a, more of a twisting side side arm, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, I. He's like taking more, it a bit, around. A bit of snap on it. Yeah. Um, deep six from Corbin. That's good. Uh, the power bomb superplex spot. 
uh, with three of them was good as well. Which is becoming massively overused, and I'm well, that's, really that's because there's sick of obviously seeing. that's because we've been seeing a lot of multi-man matches recently. They yeah, I thought yeah. That's I, what I they should have re- recalled this paper, uh, renamed this paper. You clash of multi-men. <laughs> hey, that should like, be a new I, mode in Smash Brothers. Uh, uh, that's what I was going to say. It actually felt just like fucking melee, just all the time. So, just it's like Sakurai, so, book like, it. Uh, um, um, was it Bobby Roode hitting? Uh, well, a nice counter. Obviously, uh, Dolph Ziggler's uh, kind of like uh, like high end D- DDT to counter out of uh, Bobby Roode's glorious DDT was good. Um, hmm. And uh, of course, the final bit, where, which caught everyone by surprise, was uh, Baron Corbin about to hit uh, the end of days on Bobby Roode, but Dolph Ziggler hitting him with the zigzag, and Bobby Roode kind of like landing on his ass rather than on his face, like taking, like it was gonna be awkward how they were gonna do that, because I would I would have thought that Baron Corbin would have done the end of days and Bobby Roode would have landed properly like in the end of days but no he landed on his ass yeah and, no, like uh, yeah no I, I yeah. did thought that was a little bit weird I I, um, I kind of I kind of like that because it was almost like because of everything he ended up getting a stunner yeah you're not wrong but it would have looked better it's, yeah mm. it would have been looked better oh, because God, it would have yeah. looked it would have looked like obviously Bobby Roode was hit by uh, by the end of days and he was out and he couldn't break up the pin but because he landed on his ass it's like uh, he could have you know, he could have broken yeah, up the pin, but can, uh, I tell, can I can I tell you something else that would look better? What's that? If Baron Corbin stops doing that fucking stupid choke slam backbreaker, yes, that is that... fucking ugly to watch. It's mm. so okay. disgusting. It's so bad, especially how he did it on the outside, which yeah. was him to go and then just like really delicately yeah, like, yeah. It's so bad. It was, it was so, so bad. bad. Well, that, that's so what you bad. get. Well, that's what you get for the Atari Jaguar of uh, SmackDown Live. Yes, that sign. That <laughs> yeah. sign. Oh yes. Yeah. Also, that's a. Also, sir, gentlemen, holding that. That is such an don't insult worry. to the Atari Jaguar. Don't worry. Please don't. <laughs> don't worry. We've, we've, I don't want the. We got plenty more from him later on tonight. <laughs> oh, don't yeah. you worry. I, I, I saw I saw that and I knew he put other signs up, but it was it was just a case of you know, nothing was going to top that for me. Hmm. But please don't please don't bring the Atari Jaguar into this. It suffered enough <laughs> than being associated with Baron Corbin. Yeah. Um, of course, later on, uh, Baron Corbin had his uh, little promo of him him being a pissy ant. Uh, oh. on the fact that he lost his title. Uh... But of course, he took the pin. Like, he doesn't have any excuse. Yeah, he... <laughs> it's like, he, he <laughs> ate the pin to lose his title belt, so... Bar- Baron Corbin, the only person in the universe who can't kick out of a zigzag. <laughs> <laughs> what world we live in, eh? Yeah, I know, right? Oh, no, because didn't... Oh, I'm Del Rio. Yeah. Just, yeah. yeah. Um... So yeah, Kev, what happened to him? <laughs> He's somewhere. Okay. I don't know. Uh, so, um, yeah, first few things I've got are the, the, the Atari sign, the the, the com- comical record, the comical record scratch is is tedious. Um, one thing I I was going to say from a distance, I am sure that the angled Tron, the it sort of goes like that and then that. Oh, what the big round uh, from a, from a distance? I'm sure that's really helpful. Up close, like when the wrestlers do their entrance, when they've got text on there that goes across the whole thing, 
That's not really helpful. I'm not sure who this Ayudi person is. Ayudi. <laughs> That came up on I double O D I basically. Just, we had. Look, don't be mean. He's just ood. <laughs> or booby. Oh, uh, or or booby rude. Lurial as well. Lurial. <laughs> because I'm this. When Corbin was in the ring. Uh, the wrestling was very different, um, um, yeah. is what I will say. The when it was um, rude and Ziggler, mm-hmm. it was fast. It was really tight stuff. Really tight it's, wrestling. Do you think? Do you think their Do you think their work forth. was a little better than their singles match a couple of months ago? Yeah, yeah. I, I would have to, I would have to say it was better than what their single singles match was because that there's we, we criticized that it suffers mm. from big guy syndrome yeah yeah it uh, there was lots of counters um, which I guess played off of the fact that they're now sort of more familiar with each other um, multiple attempts at the super kick were blocked uh, zigzags was blocked uh, Gorsi's he was blocked on a couple of occasions um, back. Just give him the big six as his finisher. Or deep sake. six, you mean. Big six. What did I say? You said big, big six. six. Not big hero six. Big six. That, that's, that, that's a song. That's a, <laughs> um, yeah, the deep, the deep six. Seriously, the, the crowd was kind of into that and thought it might be the end. Um, and were almost disappointed, actually, when it wasn't. Mm. There was, there was a lot of booze because it was like I, was I think it, it was this is still going the, the on. Deep six still wasn't the deep six was still not that effective. It's so much better. He looked like he looked like he half killed Rude of it. You know, just do that for love of God. Um, other than that, um, yeah, I like you. I dig the blockbuster when it's pulled out. Um, I think that's I mean, it's really nice and effective. Uh, I've just written at one point when they wouldn't call like Corbin is back. Oh dear! That's what I wrote. Whenever he comes back into the match, yeah. Oh yeah. After after uh, again though we had Not just in general. Yeah, the face, we had the well, well I was gonna say faces, but um, everyone was like, "Yay, Ziggler's won!" and the crowd's really into it. Uh, yay, he's still a heel. Uh, he's gonna hey, shove it down your faces next right, tonight. Uh, uh, what are we supposed to? What are we supposed to do here? I don't know. Uh, yay! <laughs> Huzzah! Um, and yeah, I kind of, I kind of dig the end finisher. The, the chokeslam backbreaker is crap. It's um, garbage. And and it's all ended there. And I can only assume that this then goes into uh, another. I was gonna say, I, I, I thankfully missed the Corbin promo. I was gonna say it was good. You didn't miss much, I'll be honest. Yeah, it was a um, it was, yes, it was um, a foot stomp and a bin to the door. Okay, well, old um, camel ball trousers uh, continues to just be crap. Say. I mean, all we're probably going to see is going to be the rematch on this week's SmackDown. I'll mm. be honest, it's probably gonna oh be good, and then it'll probably be a no show because Rude will come in and like interfere. Mm. Yay! Huzzah! We'll end up with Ziggler versus Corbin in a cage. Mm. 
please no. That's sure. that's that's something I want to see. There, there you go. There's your Christmas Eve uh, after. Uh, Merry Christmas. Yeah. Here's Baron Corbin in the cage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, yeah. moving on to the next, next. match. We have the uh, tag team title fatal four-way match. Uh, match between, of the night. I would have to agree, yes. Uh, between uh, the New Day, the Usos, um, uh, Bengibles, as uh, some people like to call them. Uh, Bengibles. <laughs> Bengibles. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's, a, it's a hashtag, don't you know? Um Benjamin's, uh, Benjamin, uh, Shelton Benjamin and Chad Gable, and the most over team in that match, Rusev and Aiden English, with their promo at the start, was, whew, just everyone was all behind them after that promo. I I tell you what, well, first of all, there was a cultaholic sign, which appeared suddenly. Join them, remember. Um, Aiden English, it cuts straight to Aiden English, and he got a massive pop just for being there. The crowd was, Boston was well into this. Um, there was then a humongous Rusev Day chant. Hashtag. As, as Rusev Day. Rusev yes. Day. <laughs> Every day join is us Rusev, on Rusev Day. day. Um, seriously, the crowd were massively into this and the, the song. Um, which I'm I have sure. actually written. I'm, I have written down. Oh, you've sure written down the lyrics. Oh, great. Yeah. I'm not sure when it got over, but I'm glad it did. And I am could, super glad. You can it. actually tell that Rusev and English were having so much fun oh. with this in the ring. Oh, God. Rusev is having the fucking time of his life. It's wonderful to see. Just so happy, the man. Yeah. So we had 12, we had 12 months of Rusev. <laughs> Yay! Go the crowd. Eleven Russian medals. Yay! Russia gets a cheer. Okay. Okay. Right. I'm not sure they were expecting that one. Uh, ten Lana's leaping. Yeah. Uh, Rusev really liked that idea. There was all there was all, there was all and then he went. That's smart. So man, it was like it was like it was like a. Yeah. <laughs> that would be good. Yeah, yeah, I wouldn't um, mind that. Uh, nine second winning, which is a reference to, I guess, a match that, that Rusev had way back. Uh, yeah, he um, actually won again. He won. I think he won against Randy Orton in a nine, nine second match on SmackDown. Yeah, it was so. Uh, it was, it was, there was there was all sorts of references in this. Yeah. Um, eight eight Aiden songs, and the crowd was sort of like, yeah. <laughs> a bit, a bit I like Aiden English. Uh, it's all right. Seven boards are breaking. Matchka boards. No. Next one. Six matchka kicks. Ah. Yeah! <laughs> Everyone was up for the matchka kicks. Bruce was like, Bruce was like bouncing. I go, yeah, yeah, we're doing this. <laughs> uh, f- uh, five octave keys, which didn't make much sense. Singing. Well, uh, it's ten- oh, no, tenor. It's, it was uh, four of the lads. Uh, three. That... <laughs> I know. Yeah. There's, there's a group of them. Yeah, yeah. Um, three unhindered genders. <laughs> Which I legitimately just, I just cracked at that point. <laughs> three unhindered genders. 
two Rusev shirts and a tag team title victory. Yeah. At which point there was a massive Rusev day charm. Yep. Rusev is having the time of his life without his wife. Uh, English <laughs> asks if everyone wants an encore. The everyone wanted it's it. Deafening. It's yes. deafening. Yes. They tease a, a magical 13th day of Rusev Day. And yeah. then, um, New day came out. And then Gable uh, and, uh, and Bel- Benjamin came in and basically immediately turned heel. <laughs> oh, wait. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the crowd right. was like, no. How dare you? But then um, after, afterwards, we had, what was it? New Day made their entrance. And uh, what was it? Corey Graves oh, got so yes. heated about fucking pancakes. What's wrong with Corey Graves got so heated about Biggie and the pancakes and everything that he talked over New Day's intro. Yeah. And Saxton told him to shut up. And it was wonderful. <laughs> it was like bizarro commentary. Oh boy. And even even Tom, even Tom was like, Saxton just told you to shut up. <laughs> like, yeah, see if he tries it again. <laughs> oh, wonderful. Um, but Usos then, the Uso, then came out to do their promo and which, uh, managed to blow themselves up actually by just yelling. Yeah, <laughs> just as well it was the four by four. Um, and then we get into the match itself, which I thought was actually really interesting on a concept point of view mm. because there was uh, four the four teams. Four people are league at the same time. Yeah, it was a bit. It was a bit. I don't know if that's happened no. at all uh, in I, WWE. Like what's that? It was like, like a, a tornado, tornado, tornado fatal four way. Uh, and it was interesting and, because they were, the heel and face teams just didn't go at it. In fact, the heel teams went at it, and the face teams went at it. Yeah, because normally it, in, in that was, scenario. It's like it would only be two people from one team, uh, or like from two people from two teams uh, in the ring, and then anyone can tag in whenever. It, it is, the the biggest problem with this match is the problem that stems with most of the evening, and unfortunately, the commentators are to blame for this as well. Mm. Um, nobody understood the rules properly. Yeah, I, there's the no clarification, which is the which com- is a common problem. Com- yeah, it is. And the commentators even specifically said during every match where the rules were so ambiguous that they didn't know what was going on and they didn't know the rules, which, you know, is also going to lead to viewer confusion. Yeah, because we had that problem with the flag match stipulation uh, in the oh, past. Oh, the flag match. <laughs> um, and we've had, uh, what was it? That uh, day was not Rusev Day. <laughs> and we had, uh, what was it? I, I think uh, things were a little confusing with... Um, with another tag tag match one time, mm-hmm. uh, it was either earlier this year or last year. But uh, yeah, it, it it can be detrimental for the uh, for the the pleasure of watching the match happening. If you don't, if if it's not clarified what's happening, you know what are the rules in that match? Because you know mm-hmm. it'll just take you out of the moment and whatnot. So. And as far as far as as far as I'm aware, the the biggest problem that this match had that wasn't clarified was that it was a no disqualification match. Well, it's a fatal four-way. Fatal four-ways yeah. are always no, no disqualification. No, nobody, nobody led to that. And the fact it was a no disqualification match meant that 
Xavier could have got in, it could interfere at any point, and he didn't. And it's just like, like I know they're meant to be like well, their faces. Well, they're, they're more yeah, faces they than are, tweeners right now. They are, they are more faces than tweeners, but the the thing has always been that you know Xavier would interfere for the good of the team, regardless, like to get them a win, and he just didn't. He was always like trying mm. to get Biggie up to get involved in the match when he could have done it himself. Mm. That didn't exactly that aspect didn't make sense. But, but like as a, as a no DQ match, you know they could have done quite a lot more. I mean, bringing weapons into the match would have taken away from the match, possibly. Yeah, I'm, gl- but I'm glad c- they didn't. Considering that you've got, I don't know, two... The the Usos are in a weird place where they're over as heels. English and Rusev are over as heels. The New Day are faces, and um, Benjamin and Gable are just in a weird place right now where they're trying to be heels, but they're still good guys. So it's just like everybody's in that in-between spot. So using weapons made no sense anyway. But there was nothing to say they couldn't do. And maybe they should have done if everybody was gagging for as much as that they were. Mm. And if they're trying to push Benjamin and Gable to that point where, you know, they want to they want to try and make them more bad guys in this situation, then maybe they should have. Instead of trying to be the whole collegiate champions again. Yeah. I don't know. I, overall, it was a good match. I'm not, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna fault it for what it was, but the ambiguity of everything does bring it down a peg. All right. Well, Kev, continue like, with did, that. Yeah, I did like the fact that they they essentially split off into two pairs mm. on like either side of the ring, and whilst they were sort of doing stuff, they were you know reacting to what was happening with the other pair. So whilst you know, one set of Say uh, Gable was getting beaten up by, I don't know, Kofi, I'm just to say. That would then translate over to the other side with with English um, and one of the Usos. And whilst those those pairs continued and basically had their own individual match between themselves, there was still the point where, you know, there were were team-ups between the, the, the two pairs who were in the Ascendants at the time. And there was instances of, you know, I can see, I mean, Rusev pretty much, Rusev stops a pin at one point. Mm. He doesn't like go off and do it. He like goes to stop it. It's like, you're not, it's like, you're not going to do a pin, are you? And then it's like, Meh. and then Gable, I think was when he did the pin and he just came and just stopped him. Just <coughs> didn't, do that much. didn't even do that hard. He just like, he just, and it was just like, he just went, <laughs> and then turned around. There was a lot of sort of awareness, and it was tense. It was tense. There was there were times when they both sort of stopped and looked at each other, like, "Are you going to do something? Mm-hmm. No. Are you going to do something? No. Okay, we'll go back to our guy then. I'm keeping an eye on you though." Um, there was oh, God. so shortly after uh, the match began, there was a spot with um, I don't know. Who called the drop kicks with all the opponents in, and then uh, Irish whip uh, Biggie Irish whipped Kofi in to each and every one of them, and he did a very sort of low corner drop kick. Except Rusev, because when he went and did that to Rusev, uh, Rusev pretty much nearly kicked his jaw off. Yeah, (laughs) the the crowd sort of went all. It was a a really good counter to that uh, last uh, drop kick. It was sick. 
uh, in one of those instances where you had the sort of the two pairs basically facing each other, um, I think somebody had like a like a, a keylock. I think one of them had on, and uh, Agent English had one of the Usos. I think it was Jimmy in a just a headlock, and Aiden started singing. <laughs> Mm. He started singing <laughs> at his opposition. They were, even the guy who was, um, uh, even a Benjamin or whoever it was that was actually uh, in in peril at the time was just looking at him like, "What <laughs> are you doing?" There was uh, it was it's, like, it's niceness of confusion, urgency. The heels and the heels and faces thing was kind of out the window entirely with the, the designated faces and heels. Mm. Um, there was you know, some uh, devious stuff going on. Uh, Shelton snuck round and, and pulled Big E off of the apron when uh, Kofi, cause Kofi was Kofi was facing peril for I think the first quarter of the match, just in general. Uh, and then Benjamin came around and pulled Big E off, and um, Big E doing dives again. Oh God! Yeah. Uh, every, every tired man is like crossing fingers. Please don't. I keep, I keep do saying it. I keep damage. saying it. Um, there was there was a, uh, Usos came back in, got on the ascendancy. Super kicks everywhere. It wasn't called a super kick party this time. I rather suspect Byron Saxon was told off in no uncertain terms. Yeah, um, not to call it that. Um, this led to Shelton doing a pretty sick power bomb. Don't consider Shelton Benjamin somebody to do power moves like that. Yeah, but he did. It was it was a hard one. Oh yeah, it was brutal oh, that one. That that was pretty who damn was hard. Who was that? Who was um, that too again? Was that it was one of the Usos? Oh, it was the Usos. All right. It was, it was one of the one of the Usos? Um, what was it? Might have been. English. I should not. Uh, I don't know. I can't remember now. Uh, but that was pre- that was pretty. That was a pretty sick one. And then we had another instance of this makes perfect sense because Gable went. To him, oh, I'm pretty sure it was one of the Usos, put him in the Texas Cloverleaf, and Shelton Benjamin immediately started patrolling the ring to prevent anybody else coming in. Put somebody we see in. it very rarely. Yeah. It made utter sense no, that there's no pre- preventing anybody from helping. Well, that's, and... that's usually a thing that would happen at, during the finish of a match yeah. where they hit their yeah. double move or whatever and then they, uh, the the yeah, person who's not going to make the pin or just looking around just making sure um, nobody's in unfortunately it's super inconsistent with tag rules oh, of course always, yeah. always but this but in this instance that was so that was yeah, really, really good, good it, were, it makes sense in this um, yeah Kofi made the mistake of leaping off the top uh leaping off the top rope so Shells went to hell with this, I've done one power bomb already. Here's another one, counts it into a power bomb. Kofi is dead at this point. Mm-hmm. Uh, we uh, it's like what has got into Shelton Benjamin in this match? I'm not quite the sure. Same, the same thing that got into Gable. They've both been eating their mm-hmm. fucking frosted flakes that match. Yeah, it was yeah, those two were pumped for that match and were doing all sorts of stuff. Um Rusev got in. He, he was his turn to shine. 
the crowd were desperate for a Rusev win. Absolutely, oh, yeah. they were they were heated they were heated so high that uh, oh. you, that place was gonna explode with with a, a pin uh, with a submission victory. Yeah. If that yeah. if they'd have got it, if they'd got it, it would have been quite something. Mm-hmm. Uh, came in accolade on Biggie. Biggie, there was the tease of whether Biggie was gonna be able to stand up out of it, but then no, he failed and he sank, and he went into it really deep. Uh, on Big E, crowd were going nuts. Um, only for Gable to come along and go, I'll have some of this. Deadlift Rusev. <laughs> That's why deadlift, I love this guy. Rusev's, Rusev's a, a big guy. Deadlifts Rusev into a pretty damn high German suplex. He's not finished, Gable. He's on a bit of a tear. Mm. Chaos Fury to Aiden English. Nearly kills him like he almost did in NXT that time. Yeah. <laughs> um, stupidly high. Chaos, Roland, Chaos Fury, German suit. Boom. Aiden English is never moving again, yeah, probably. Those, those. Um, and then, just for the hell of it, hey, Big E said, I'll do a Chaos Fury on Big E. Why not? <laughs> he somehow pulled it off. Give the man a wellness test. Something <laughs> is up with something was up with those two this, this evening. Oh, I have I have no idea. It all ends up with uh, Jimmy coming in, couple of super kicks, Jay with the Uso splash. Yeah, uh, right. pin for the one, that, two, three. That, that Lots of cheers. The finish. Wait, he's a heel as well. Damn it. <laughs> it, it was the finish where he tagged in his brother and just went, just finish it. And he just left. I just like the fact he tagged him in and just left him. Just, I went, ah, hell with this. Just finish it. Yeah. Done. It, it was so it good. Was, it was just so funny. It was, it was cheery again. But again, <laughs> it's like, wait, these are the heels. They are kind of heels still. Doesn't matter. That, because we're always and forever in the Uso penitentiary. penitentiary. Day one, look down. It, because day, day one is eight. Uh, I don't know. It was, it was again the tag team division on SmackDown bringing the business, mm. and I love the fact that it's not just New Day and not just the Usos anymore. Those two other teams were well on it. Uh, and like I say, I have no idea what they put in uh, the water that they gave. <laughs> Benjamin and Gable. Well, they were they were yeah. in Boston, so it's like, yeah, uh, it was tea. Like a, it was very very old tea. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> dug some of it up. <laughs> um, guys, any any other aspects of that? Because there there was a lot of little highlights here and there, but dude, you yeah. you hit hit most uh, the majority of my notes on right on the head. Uh, most notably, most notably was obviously. Um, um, you know, Chad Gable's overall performance again being absolutely fantastic, and of course how massive Rusev was during that entire match was absolutely mind blowing. Um, there was yeah. a brief moment that I thought they were going to put the titles on Rusev. I thought they were, were going to do it too, but uh, no, they just want to keep it for uh, keep it on Usos. Um, Which is not a bad thing. No, it's not. It just, it just, Every... it's just going to build to um, uh, the next, uh, obviously, uh, title, uh, title uh, change uh, for uh, in the division. And, so, and now we've got the Bludgeon Brothers coming into it as well. Yeah, mm-hmm. we will get to them. Well, we'll get to that. Anyway, oh, other, um, one other, one other thing was um, when he actually did hit the match to kick. Hmm. And the roof came off the place, basically. Oh, yeah. 
So we're all in agree all in agreement it was the match of the night that night. Absolutely. Unquestionably. Just give me a DVD of just all the SmackDown tag matches, please, on pay per view this year. WWE tag matching, awesome tw- tag matching 2017 uh, edition. 2017 Get it now from no WWEshop.com. There were no 2016, 2016 and back editions because we forgot what the tag team division was. Yeah. But <laughs> it's a thing again. And the love of God don't interfere with WWE. So moving on. Yes, or you got you got your no no no, no 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 take it away Jim take it away all right cool um, next match was uh, the women's titles match uh, the lump they they call it a lumberjack match but it's really a lumberjill match because it's all females um, uh, between uh, Charlotte Flair and Natalia and I loved this for its stupidity yeah well first of all the lumber the lumberjacks got entrances. Why? It's like each each lumberjack got their own entrance. Normally, lumberjacks don't get that kind of like attention. They just all come in at the same time. Because and... they were padding for time. Oh, yeah, they were padding for time, all right. I don't know why. Also, um, it made sense because in this instance, you actually had factions yeah. within the... You had, you had three factions. Um, you had the we had we had the pro Charlotte faction, which was known as Naomi. Yep. <laughs> um, they, who incidentally was wearing a deck chair. I'm not sure what's going on there. And the, you had the um, uh, was it the, the riot the riot, riot squad. squad riot squad. I can't remember the the, the group. No, name. without any, without any original music whatsoever. Just just Ruby Riot. Uh, so just Ruby Riot theme, yeah. Uh, hey, why not? And then the welcoming um, committee. Also, yeah, and then you had the, uh, the the welcoming committee slash everybody else. Because the, yeah. there was a welcoming committee before there ever was a riot squad. Yeah, why not? Um, also, there was the suggestion from one of the commentators that two paws should be a lumberjack. And I'm down for this idea. Get Natty's cat out there <laughs> as a lumberjack. Yeah. Why not? Put the title on it. It'll be more entertaining than Natalia. I'll give you that much now. Uh, two, oh, two paws, turns face. Anyway. Takes money in the bank. I was not a fan of this match. No, I can totally agree with this because um, how how it worked out was it, like obviously Natalia being the heel a lot. Uh, she was using the uh, uh, the the lumberjacks a lot in this match and. It it just got very boring. It was like there was a lot of kind of like there there wasn't really much cohesion. I'm still of the conviction the that Charlotte does not a good face make. I'm well, sorry, that too. Yeah, I mean because when we when we think of the flares, especially Ric Flair, and it's like we re- we recognize him more of as a heel than a face, and we only like him now because he's in his old days. He's now out of that kind of like character now he's no longer this bad guy he's this good guy it's the same with William Regal on NXT all of his career he's always been this uh, massive heel and we recognize him for that but now he's out of, out of competition we love him just for being him for being that uh, character and whatnot. Yeah. We love him and that shouldn't be the case yeah so it shouldn't be the ca- case of uh, of uh, Charlotte 
being a face in her while in while in competition. She has to be a heel, um, you know, more so because that's how you know she she works with. That's how her family legacy is is that they were these dastardly heels and whatnot so but no i totally agree with you on that but um no it's just uh there was so much so much chaos and it was very one-sided there was only like there was like six heels in one face in the lumberjacks which was com- completely one-sided <laughs> it was hilarious it's ridiculous it was because, hilarious. That, uh, because naomi was so. on the other side of the blooming ring on the road but, yeah it's like it was ridiculous. <laughs> so um, and there's really wasn't much notable stuff that I kind of like spotted. I mean, the only thing that I could, uh, obviously that was about to happen was uh, uh, Carmelo was tempting a cash in. It's uh, it's the only thing notable that happened in the match, and I mean, it's it's doing what she should have been doing for the longest time. Yeah, and you know, being notable with the briefcase. Mm-hmm. She should have been doing that for like months now, and being yeah. as I said, I've I've mentioned this before. She should have been being a credible threat with that fucking thing. When was the last time? When was the last time she actually wrestled? Um, on t- like on on a on a on a on a TV taping. Uh, other um, than Survivor Series this year, um, I don't think she's TV been. Tape, yeah, I was gonna say I don't think. Uh, she has done one for a number of months uh, on SmackDown itself. So probably on some I... dark matches, maybe, but that'd be about it. There, there was there was some stuff in there. There was there was some stuff in there. Well, I'll I'll um, say say this. Obviously, you got Natty with her sharpshooter, which is always good. Um, and then uh, the uh, the the Charlotte uh, moonsault. Uh, into the crowd, she just, she 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 needs to clean it up a bit, a little bit. She needs to be alright with it. It's just she does the odd one that's really super dodgy sometimes, yeah. and it's just... and that was one that was one of them that night. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, um, at the end, obviously there was a really good uh, kind of like counter from Natty's sharpshooter to uh, the figure eight to kind of like finish off the match there but uh, no Kev what do you uh, have for your notes there uh, I know that the throwing I, I would like to reference what I said in the Survivor Series actually is that Natalia is smart <laughs> keep I know it was kind of like oh, she keeps throwing around makes perfect sense why why put in any effort where there's like a there's six people out there who are quite or plus who would quite happily beat the crap out of your opponent for you. Make perfect sense. Um, the fact that I, I, it was kind of a boring match. It was not the best match by any stretch of imagination that Charlotte and Natalia have had. Um, but I liked it for its kind of stupidness. The. The fact that the, the two fa- were, the, were fighting over the right to kick Charlotte—that <laughs> was really fight. funny. For your right, really funny. There was, yeah, the rise was coming, pulling off Carmella. It's like I want to hit her. <laughs> it's like it doesn't 
doesn't say much about the champion either. It's like the face. If like the entire division wants to just beat the crap out of her, and she's the face champion. If they're literally queuing up, doesn't say much about um, Charlotte. Um, mid or midway through the match, went over top rope and landed on Ruby Riot hard. Mm. I missed that. Down for a little bit after that. I wasn't particularly selling. <laughs> I mean, she's a tough girl, but ooh. Mm. Um, uh, there was then there's like a bit of a schmoz, and Naomi just went fuck it. I just came off the top rope onto everybody, just to remind everyone that she was there. Um, the lumberjacks and pulled Charlotte out of the toilet, and then we had the tease of the cash in. Right, Scott putting a stop to that, which I thought was interesting. Because um, there's no reason for them to do that. It's happening on Charlotte. Um, I, I I like to raise something that would be a very unpopular opinion. I do not think Charlotte is that good. I think that's going to be um, a very unpopular opinion. That's that, going to be that a very unpopular. True. I think true. she is very cookie cutter. I think she is very sloppy. And I think that certainly as a face, she does not, as we've already said, she does not work. Um, but her Well, I can definitely agree with I, you because the, the work rate she had with Sasha is reflective on that. Because as you saw with her kind of like matches with Sasha Banks back last year, um, there was moments where she was not that great um, at working with, uh, last, with... Hmm. anyway the last good match of Charlotte's I saw was the NXT match that she had with Natty ironically enough yeah um, wow, that's years ago did, now. yes that's a long time ago I have yet to see um, Charlotte pulled out the moonsault because everyone loves doing the moonsault uh, the moonsault's crap and uh, it, it, it's basically it, she doesn't actually if you look at it she doesn't even really hit anybody no she just basically does not, any, that, not in that one anyway I'm sure yeah she basically a back somersault at which point um, it was aim for the big girl and Tamina thankfully step forward thankfully was able to step forward and caught her uh, also Ruby Riot got clobbered again in that <laughs> Oh, she got it rough that right, night. So, so Ruby Wright did the right thing professionally, went to catch her as well, basically got the full weight of Tamina and Charlotte <laughs> crashing into her, which wasn't very nice. I really hated the finish mm. because I, as far right. as Charlotte had the just crap beaten out of her and then she went all super Cena. And it was something like, yeah, but, but oh yeah, now she's got the figure out, and she's yeah, perfectly fine. And, I, yeah, I can agree. Like, I can agree like, on that. What the hell? She's been absolutely, you know, she's been had a, a gang beating her up for the best part of you know ten, twelve minutes. Do you want to be in their gang? Was. Their gang. Their yeah, gang. and and all of a sudden she's like, whoop, yeah, fine, yeah, got that. Able to have the strength to do this and do everything and. Yeah, which is pretty much uh, how most Charlotte matches have been going recently. Which yeah. is, yeah. Post- which is why which is why I've not been interested in this match whatsoever, because Charlotte being faced doesn't interest me in the slightest. Mm-hmm. It, she's been she's been very my best mate Becky Lynch this and yeah. she's gone and you know, that's all she really had. 
Like, whereas a heel, she brought so much more to the table. You know, including like because men she, to carry she it can there. Pull, yeah, she can pull off the fact that the whole I'm better than you shtick very yeah. well. But yeah, no, it, boring match, I'll be honest with you. Um, which leads like us... Which leads us into a match, which no, post match, post match they they made the 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 thing that always goes well. They stuck a microphone in front of Natalia by your best which friend. Always goes well. Your best in friend. the same sense that the Black Death went well. Yeah, um, and she said that fans turn the back on her, and she's going to turn the back on the fans, and they try to channel a bit of the the Brett and Owen. You know, heel promo stuff into her language. Yeah, but yeah. The crying, the uncomfortable crying. Yeah, mm. but it's but it was it was sort of weird because it was like boo, it's like you're turning your back on us, boo. And it's like was, she's already. Yeah. What you, she's already? What? Why are we supposed to? Oh, why was she, she, she turning heel on being a heel? Make no freaking sense. Yeah. It's a terrible promo as yeah. usual. Yeah, and yeah, and of course the 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 jury is up for that. A lot of people are interp- interpreting that uh, promo as Natalia's Gubby uh, leaving okay. WWE soon. So, but apparently it's not. No, apparently it's not. Anyway, um, doing some moving character. moving on from that onto. Uh, a match which came out of nowhere, like literally just uh, advertised on last week's SmackDown, it, and you know into an obvious squash match. So it was very obvious who was going to win that. Yeah, Breezango versus uh, the Bludgeon Brothers. This I is the match. I felt like I blinked and I missed it. Is my my um my my feelings on this match? You essentially probably did because I think I didn't even think it last even two minutes. Um. This is the match that I uh, that I thought should have been on the kickoff show, and this should have been repla- like swapped with. Yeah, the yeah, I get, I get what you're saying. Thing because with the um, Mojo Zach fight on the pre-show that had a lot of build and had a, a really good promo package that could have easily come on to uh, the main show, but this, you know, Bludgeon Brothers, Breezango you know, was an afterthought, essentially. Um, I mean, I, I think the only reason it's so high up on the card is because of how the Fashion Files are receptive as uh, a short Vignette. True, right. true. But uh, that doesn't mean that uh, they needed to be squashed, like, uh, or needed to be fed to uh, uh, Harper and Rowan. No, uh, they would have had to have been fed eventually to them anyway, uh, but they just didn't end the fashion file story. Yeah. How, like, in fact, they, it, in they, fact it, I shouldn't be calling. Be... I shouldn't be calling them Harper and Roman. I should be calling them uh, uh, Luke Bludgeon and uh, Eric Bludgeon. <laughs> Bludgeon, yeah, it has to be the, the, the brothers Bludgeon, yeah, like Mario Mario and yeah. Luigi Man, yes. Um. <sighs> They used the fashion files as a way to get the, these guys back into it, and then they had nothing to do with it except for what they used essentially to say. But it's these guys. You've had the clues. It's these guys. And then they were like, "You need to face them." And they're like, uh, "Okay," and then squashed. So yeah. unless they're gonna 
do some sort of follow-up thing where they just get squashed again. But unfortunately, it's just it's it's, it's the very obvious thing of new tag team. They've yep. had the first pay-per-view. They're, 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 they're just going to run roughshod in through that division, which yeah. eventually will lead to them if, getting the titles. Before they do, they will squash the Ascension. The Ascension will come out. Oh, yeah. It's going to be a hard revenge uh, to Breezango, of all things. What, um, what, what Breezango had a title shot early this year? Yeah, no. On pay-per-view. I know. Remember that? Yeah. What, what, what's what's going to happen is on the next couple of SmackDowns, we're going to have Ascension as a tag team versus the Bludgeon Brothers and they get squashed. And then the Ascension will go one-on-one with the Bludgeon Brothers for the next two weeks after that. And eventually they'll work out that their friends, the Breezango, will then go on to defend their honour after the Ascension are dead and buried at the Royal Rumble. And that's the way that that's going to go. Mm. At which point they they will come into the the title picture. Yeah, they need to, they need they need to be built up as a legitimate. You know, okay, this is a problem if they actually. Want it's all right. I'm I'm waiting for the Royal Rumble to have its third gimmick match announced, and there will be three kinds of Royal Rumbles over the space of the evening. We'll tag have team rumble. We'll have a tag team Royal Rumble. Because Which has that happened that before. That that was happened. That happened. happened before. Yeah, it has happened before. Yeah, but it hasn't happened for a while. Yeah, but still, it has it has happened. It's oh, not going to be a first. Um, wait, oh wait, but, but this is WWE, so no, it hasn't happened before. <laughs> if it hasn't happened in the last ten years, it's never happened. Yeah, yeah. I know, right. Uh, yeah, well, it's all right because that that pay per view is going to be fucking horrible with like firsts for the women's Royal Rumble, which is probably also not a first as well. Um, oh, spoilers but, uh, if you haven't watched Raw this week. Yeah. Um. um I was going to say, um, the promo that they had um, after that match, fuck the crowd with their watts. It's like, no. yeah. you, we know you don't like this generic kind of like, we are evil kind of like promo and whatnot, but just don't fucking watt the, cha- uh, watt the promo. It's like, just, yeah. just boom consistently. consistently. It, it, That's it better. Could have been, it could have been, yeah, but what's, what's over boo isn't. It could have been worse. If they really hated it, we would have heard them chant for CM Punk. What? Um, um, oh, well, perhaps, perhaps Boo needs to go away onto the independent circuit for a while, build up his reputation. He can come back, become NXT champion for a couple of months, and then move up to the main roster again when it's ready. That's what happened to Holy Shit and This Is Awesome. We now hear that every week, regardless of what happens. Mm. Oh, um, of course, oh, we... we Previous shows we've discussed one fall, yeah, one fall, and how that I went on the indie scene. I didn't that came like back. it. I didn't like it. Apparently, Vince doesn't like it either. According, well, to, Vince is an uh, old man that doesn't like a great many things. Which is when he does like I'm, something, it's the wrong bloody thing. Yeah, I was right though. They're trying to move through that through the announcements quickly to prevent. The crowd from doing one. Well, thing. part part of the problem of it being on WWE on being WWE was the male, and I do apologize because I don't know his name. The male SmackDown announcer, yeah, because he always paused for it because he worked on the indie scene, and that's why and, he knows. And he, and he worked with the crowd. Yeah, and it, it was a better atmosphere. Therefore, it must be shut down and stamped on. How how dare um, WWE fans have fun? Um, Mon- yeah. The, eh. Okay. Uh, my notes on this is are very brief. Oh yeah. So was the match. Unsurprisingly. Um there was a glorious bit 
in the opening, which I'll, I'll get to, which has nothing to do with the wrestling at all, but the actual production of the show. Um, all, I've, all I've written down is Harper's dyed his beard, and this makes me sad. Rowan now has grey in his beard, and this makes me feel confused. Um, it's like, why are you trying that? That's Harper's beard. Everyone knows Harper's got scraggly and grey you know, dye his beard. Make no bloody sense. Um, my next note is Harper deserves better than this, and it makes me sad. Rowan kind of sucks, but it's actually pretty creative when they just ignore him. Uh, if you actually ever saw um, guys at guys at home, if you ever saw any of the promo video vignettes that went out on his Twitter account that I guess he made because no one else did the like the alone ones where it's like him and he's burying the sheet mask, he's making the new sheet mask. There was all stuff that he's done and trying to do something, and that was actually quite creative. Um, as a wrestler, um, as as he's clearly got actually some creative uh, talent there in terms of uh, promos and stuff. Speaking of which, the end promo, I thought Rowan delivered that really well, considering, and and Harper really didn't look like he wanted to be there for that promo at all. No, um, not with that crowd, anyway. Yeah, but anyway, Rowan is also stuck with that, and that made me sad. Says my notes. Mm. Um, the best bit of the match, though, was nothing to do with any of it. The best bit of the match, because I was watching this earlier, and I, for, I actually put the closed captions on. Oh, God. Because I was, trying, I was trying to catch some of the words and some of the moves that were going on. I, thought, I put the closed captions on, you know, I'll, I'll get to do that a bit a little bit easier. They went and did the throw away to our announced teams throughout the world job where we did all of it and stuff happened and boy, boy, the closed captions said in square bracket different languages which is fair enough yeah you know, it's, but for some reason then they went dot 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 languages question mark <laughs> and it's like different languages languages what Maybe we're not sure. <laughs> it was like the it was like the closed captions weren't sure if like French was a language. What? What? Uh, oh, what? So 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 what? It's like French was like, um, uh, is this food? Yeah, it was just funny. It was completely out of nowhere. There was like, okay, there's different languages being spoken. Then it's like, like maybe it was yeah. maybe it was supposed to be bile. Dot dot dot. Who knows? <laughs> but it, it was just it was just really funny. Mm. Um, completely inadvertently um, and then the match happened and that was very sad mm-hmm. Indeed. <laughs> let's move on then speaking on. of uh, matches with easily knowable endings we move on to Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn against yeah. Randy Orton and Shinsuke Nakamura with two refs two fucking refs not only was this a first, it was also another bloody match the commentators didn't know what the fuck was going on. Yeah. Oh, this was a good one. Oh, here comes the ref. Here comes the ref. So yeah, the storyline obviously is that uh, um, Shane McMahon is pissed at Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn uh, for costing SmackDown the Survivor Series uh, match uh, uh, last month. So... 
he has put them in this match, this tag match, where if they lose, they are fired from WWE. Which um, we all know instantly becomes translatable to this guy's not losing this match. Yeah. So, um, or they're showing up on Raw the very next night because John Cena. <laughs> but yeah, um, but because Daniel Bryan doesn't think that they are, you know, they they are very talented people, even though they've done some terrible things. He wants to make sure that this is going to be called fairly, so he puts himself in the match as being the special guest referee. So it does. So it only begs the question: Why doesn't Shane McMahon, uh, you know, oversee that? You know, why or like overrule that? Because he's the commissioner. Daniel Bryan's the general manager. Shane McMahon has power over Daniel Bryan. So here's the thing. This storyline feels very much like it's been high lifted off some sort of indie circuit. Like with the way that um, Daniel Bryan is playing this. Now it seems to have transitioned from a storyline of um, Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn versus the establishment, which is very much been the opposite of most of the major storylines of raw being instead of the hill guys in charge and the good guys against it is the hill guys against the good guys in charge to very much a story of Daniel Bryan versus Shane McMahon. And that's what's annoyed me. It's completely turned where the story should have been into what's going to end up being another McMahon match down the line. Mm -hmm. Which is really disappointing because it's Shane's just doing exactly what Triple H does and he's just going to turn up for like one big money match a year. Yeah. But let's go into the match itself then. Um, the now, I will say that the confusion did work with um, uh, Shane McMahon and Daniel Bryan's kind of like uh, like the in ring interaction there, because obviously uh, when counting pins and stuff like that, they're both counting pins at the same time at the start of the match, and that was kind of like leading to confusion. So they would have to debate. Okay. You have that side of the ring. We have this side, <laughs> or like I have this side. You have that side, and there we go, and it'd be done. Um, but uh, moving, moving on. Uh, Shane McMahon loses his communication box. Uh, I put down here, or whatever he had his like, uh, like his earpiece. He completely loses that. So he's lost. He's lost communication to the guys in the back. Um, was it uh, uh, a couple of notable uh, crowd was totally split as well like people wanting you know uh, Randy Orton or Shinsuke Nakamura other people, uh, other people with Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn so um, do, 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 do. Uh, tons of beat beat downs uh, nice, nice tag work between Kevin, Kevin and Zane. Yeah, there was uh, a lot of decent tag work throughout the majority of this match. I thought yeah. it was very good ring psychology that was done, especially since in WWE they're both not established teams. Now we obviously know that Owens and uh, Zane have done a lot of tag work together on the indie circuit. We know how well they work together. For those in the know, but Nakamura and and Orton for two guys that. Are, genuinely never teamed outside of the odd gimmick matches. It was very good ring psychology from them as well. Yeah. 
Uh, Randy Orton doing a really good belly-to-back suplex on Sami Zayn. That was really good. Um, and Shinsuke Nakamura being very vicious with his knees. I love that. Um, Shane McMahon was very adamant to get that free count on Kevin Owens. Uh, it was like every time he'd get a two count, he would just be like, ah, you know, because you could see it, obviously it's that's the case and it's like he wants them gone you know so badly and that's why he's in this match because he's been this special guest referee Shane did do a good job at showing the sort of the build up of the frustration yeah. of it all yeah um Shizuke Nakamura putting Kevin Owens into a triangle choke uh, Danny Bryan then counting uh, Shinsuke, uh, Shinsuke's uh, shoulders down for a two count and they he has a Conversation, uh, like an argument with Shane McMahon. And Shane McMahon's going on, triangle, triangle, triangle. It was, like, it, it was, it was hilarious. It was just, just why you do that? Shoulders are down. It's like triangle. Then the bride just looked at him like, shoulders were down. Triangle, like that's somehow the answer to everything. Triangle. It's like try name, try name. Brian's look at Shane just like, what you, you're right. Triangle! Yeah. Uh, Sami Zayn's blue thunder bomb, I always love. <laughs> just uh, Sami Zayn's blue thunder bomb, I love it. Every time I see it. Um, what was it? Uh, Kevin Owen with a senton. Uh, or, uh, or tried. Uh, Kevin Owens' senton was countered by Shinsuke Nakamura with his knees up. That oof, sometimes I really wor- worry about Kevin Owens and his back. Sometimes, well, Nakamura regretted that <laughs> instantly. Regretted yeah. that. What was uh, I didn't uh, notice uh, Nakamura's kind of like was he wincing oh, after that? Nakamura was like ah, sick, <laughs> ah my knees. And that's that's why they, they don't, that's why neither of them moved off of that. No, um, neither move off of that. Kerry did this thing where he like grabbed, like just with like like two fingers and his thumb, grabbed Nakamura's boot. Like I'll stop you getting away, and Nakamura like, kicked his hand off. Like what the hell are you doing? Uh, um, what was it a uh, nice little fake out power slam from? Uh, Randy Orton, Randy Orton kind of like was about to get Sami Zayn into a power bomb, uh, power slam, but Sa- uh, Zayn held onto the ropes. That was good, uh, but then leads to a suplex by Randy Orton to Zayn, which was good. Um, then all the men, all the, everyone's outside. Why isn't anyone counting to ten? It's like because obviously, you know, they don't want to end this in a double count out or whatever. So. Neither well, of them were counting, so that was fair, kind of annoying. To be fair, if it was a double count out, it would still class as uh, a loss to yeah. yeah. So so there you go. Why didn't they count? Or heck, why didn't Shane just count? wanted any confusion. Hmm. Uh, there was a <laughs> Shane McMahon poked Daniel Bryan in the eye. I think that was a botch. I don't think he meant to do that. Yeah, it's no, like he it just went like and whacked yeah. his hand, and his hand just whacked Daniel Bryan in the eye, and he he's selling it. He's like, ah, ah, my eye, and it's like you know, but uh, really, I don't think that was even planned. 
even though uh, the spot following uh, after that uh, was uh, Kevin Owens doing a frog splash from one table to the other onto Shinsuke Nakamura, which was really good um, from Kevin Owens being able to get that elevation from that uh, uh, from that that amount of uh, distance. Um, what was it Randy Orton taking care of uh, Sami Zayn with a power slam and a DDT? Mm-hmm. Uh, then we get to the end of the match where uh, Randy Orton hits an RKO to Sami Zayn and um, Shane is counting the pin but Daniel Bryan gets pushed by Kevin Owens and he falls on top of Shane to stop the count and Shane is going ballistic because he thinks that Daniel Bryan just yeah. thought he did that on purpose and whatnot. It was a It was a good spot but Again, just unnecessary, and only once again leading towards McMahon and the, and the Brian story. Yeah, aye. Um, it would then to lead to multiple kind of like roll-ups and whatnot, and it then it'll re- lead to a roll-up with Sami Zayn pinning uh, Randy Orton and Shane McMahon counting the uh, counting the pin, but stops on two yeah. immediately, and that is. Instantly, he said, yeah, "Yeah, he's actually he's actually doing a yoga. He's doing a DDP yoga pose. <laughs> That's what he's doing." Um, and it was that moment where it's like, "Yes, Shane McMahon is a heel in this. He's supposed mm-hmm. to be the heel here because he is he is li- he's wanting these people gone. He wants to get fire these guys so badly that he's willing to just stop a pinfall attempt." That would easily, you know, get them out of that situation. So, and that would lead to Daniel Bryan arguing with Shane, and then uh, Sami Zayn almost getting RKO'd again, but he gets another roll up, and Daniel Bryan does a fast count uh, to give Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn the victory. Um, what will happen on the Tuesday night? We will find out. Um, triangle! <laughs> a triangle will happen. A, a triangle will form between Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn, and Daniel Bryan. That's what's going to happen. Uh, but uh, no. And everyone's confused whether or not is Daniel Bryan heel? Did he turn heel? No one's turned Ooh. anywhere. No one's turned anything. It's like at the moment, all we know is that both were in the wrong. Uh, Shane McMahon should have counted the three. But he didn't, and Daniel Bryan did that fast count. So equally, everyone's in the wrong. So, I mean, I have a feeling what we're going to see is while I'm looking forward to SmackDown off the back of this, just to see how the storytelling is being made. uh, I'm I I have a feeling what we're going to see is Shane is just going to send Bryan home for the day uh, for the for the event uh, at the very beginning of the show, and then you're just going to see him just put. Owens and Zayn in some sort of thing, or Owens and Zayn will sign, come back and say they've some some sort of contract that with Brian, like off the back of that match that says that Shane can't fire them, um, or reverse that decision or whatever. No, 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 no they can't reverse the decision, but it'll be uh, some sort of contract that says that it cannot be an unfair ruling that means that they get pinned uh, so they get fired they'll, they'll, they'll Xerox Big Show's Ironclad guarantee yeah. but yeah th- this will probably lead into like more torment of uh, Owens and Zane for a while and mm-hmm. 
you know, it will lead it, it, which will eventually lead into Brian's and McMahon at some point. Yeah. It, overall, um, the match was enjoyable. It's just a shame that we we knew the outcome of the match going into it because in terms of storytelling, it's, yep. it's it was just too a shame. Yeah. Kevin? Yeah, there were there were definitely some there some highlights. I say, I, I, I say, like I say, I love the uh, I, I love the sort of the breakdown in the communications between them. Um, I actually quite liked how it worked out actually with the two refs. Funnily enough, um, I thought this is going to be absolute mess and disaster. I like the fact that you know they set up from the beginning that they weren't in sync. You know, like Brian was getting down for the pins quicker. Yeah, that was that was a thing. They all they were count. They were both counting. They're counting out of sync, and they knew this. And they were saying, you know, why are you doing this quick? And Brian was going, you know, well, I'm just there quicker than you. And it's like, no, we need to do this. Whatever. I also like how that then played out into the middle portion of the match after they'd sort of done like the imaginary, <laughs> imaginary line down the middle line in the sand. This is my side. This is your side. With it then becoming into, you know. Okay, I need to take care of my opponent, but I want to get on this side of the ring. Uh, that played in very well, I thought, actually, and it became an actual psychological thing in the match that, uh, that specifically uh, Owens uses specifically, and that you know he he basically needs to make sure that he was over on Brian's side because then he'll get a fair a fair crack of the whip. And he was complaining to Brian all the way through, it was like 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 a uh, school school kid tattling on like, yeah. have you seen what he did you see what he did that was a, that was not a, that was the proper free Brian. that was a proper free Brian. <laughs> he was going uh which is quite funny uh cocky sammy zane is an absolute delight mm. cocky arsehole sammy zane coming out staggering swaggering along yeah yeah really really into himself <laughs> uh was was great uh, Orton has got so much hair now; it looks weird. Yeah, it is weird. It, it I, I only just noticed weird. that. I don't know why he's yeah. growing it out. It's weird. He's got, uh, has he got another marine film? Or <laughs> I hope to God yeah, not. Marine seven and a half. Weird. But he's yeah. I don't. He's well. Uh, Orton's leaving um, for like two months as well. Might be a surprise baddie in the new marine film. Ooh. I know. He's, he's going to go out there and take out Miz. I hope Miz literally buries Orton. I'm so sick of that boring bastard. <laughs> oh, um, any well, last actually, actually, I'd be okay. With, I'd be okay with that actually happening because then we'd get Miz back. Yay! Uh, any um, last words on the match? Uh, yeah. Uh, sorry. Uh, going back to Zayn taunts. Whilst, uh, when Brian and uh, Shane were were arguing. Zane yelling out, what is this amateur hour? This is a joke. <laughs> and the pair of them. And then, then hitting Orton in the corner, yelling, you want to try and take my job? Uh, was was great. Uh, and also Sammy again, actually, when he was in the elevated DDT, reaching down for the Orton's knee pad, reaching for the rope, doing anything that he could with his one free arm to try and prevent the elevated DDT. He was like pushing the back of Orton's knee. He was absolutely... Everyone normally just sort of sits there. Yeah. And it just waits for it to happen. Sammy was actually trying desperately anything 
to, to do something about it. And it was really nice to see. Other than that, it was a match. The expected happened. Um, the crowd were really into actually the confrontation between the nose to nose between uh, Brian and Shane. Mm-hmm. So make of that what you will. Uh, Daniel Bryan was freaking apoplectic at one point after mm-hmm. the uh, after the not free count. All right, that cool? So that takes us on to the last match, which we already knew the outcome of because they weren't going to put the belt back on Jinder Mahal. Um, AJ versus, oh, sorry, sorry, Turbo versus Jinder. <laughs> that's, 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 that's very true. Also, in the meantime, he, they went to India and Triple H beat Mahal. Now, yeah. if if if, if Mahal doesn't win in India, then that's it. Well, it, it, was, it was pretty much it was pretty much evident that I mean, Jinder is the one place he's going to be super fucking over anyway, uh, just because it's literally hometown turf, uh, the mm-hmm. entire bloody country. Um, but well, that pretty that pretty much spelt the end of anything they were going to do main card wise with Jinder for a while. Like the experiment is officially over, mm-hmm. and uh, it's a shame, but. This match was actually pretty damn good for Jinder. Yeah, I was going to say, Jinder had a really good offense uh, in this match. And he didn't have the Singh brothers as often as he would have in other bouts that he's had uh, against the likes of uh, Randy Orton and uh, Shinsuke Nakamura. Uh, Even though they were used in the match, it's just not as heavy as what they were previously. But no, I was noticing uh, some of the, some of uh, Jinder's kind of like uh, offense here. Um, uh, it's like uh, wor- wor- wearing down AJ Styles with a uh, number of uh, uh, kind of like uh, outsides, kind of like uh, like a lot of stuff like uh, hanging on, hanging AJ off, off of the ropes after a kind of like a inverted, uh, well, kind of like a suplex attempt, like you know, just popping down. And then throwing him into the exposed barrier uh, as well was was oh, yeah, quite that, interesting. That was, that was that was actually different. Yeah, I don't think we've seen that. No, I I don't think uh, they usually do expose the uh, the matted barriers. Uh, they at all. have been doing yeah, a lot more width the barriers. The they yeah. have been doing a lot more with the barriers of late, and it's, they've been quite close to being uh, open. Yeah. I have this note here and it's like AJ AJ taking so much punishment god man stop taking these bumps it's like that's every AJ Styles every match. AJ Styles match he, I, he I, doing I, it. I did miss it did he do the backdrop into fucking heaven and the quick switch I, I I didn't see him do it this match I don't think he did do it but I was I was I was more no I was more no, notably taking like the the back bumps he was doing on the on the blooming uh, announcer table um and whatnot and I'm thinking geez Jesus stop taking those bumps because those are or or ginger stop putting them into those blooming positions um then uh, uh Jinder Mahal was working on AJ Styles uh, like back you know, back and uh, ribs by putting him in the body scissors, which was quite ingenious. Um, AJ obviously fighting back. Uh, it busts out a very, very good drop kick right on uh, uh, Ginger's uh, chin. Um, 
was it? Uh, uh, AJ trying to do an, uh, a, f a phenomenal forearm gets countered. Uh, Jinder Mahal doing a gut buster for a two count, just like just landing on the that was oof. Uh, AJ with an electric chair, awesome. Um, series of strikes. Uh, the 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 fire, fireman's carry into a neck breaker from AJ. Wow, that's I'm, I'm surprised since people are not dead. Oh, no, that, that. Was, that was really good. Yeah, that was really good because he, that was particularly that's literally, literally one of the highlights I've got here. I've got, I haven't got that many highlights with him. Yeah, but, uh, he couldn't do it initially because yeah. of the ribs. And yeah, he sent, he sent him into the ropes, off the ropes, used his momentum, and then did it. Yes. Yeah. It was another great, great example of actually wrestling logic. Yeah, like making sense. AJ, AJ knows how to work yeah. this, that kind of like angle of uh, how, how he's yeah. hurting and, and and the commentators called it as it was. Yeah. Like, hey, you know, wasn't expected. Finally, they're doing their do bloody. Could do it last time. Yeah, they're doing their bloody job. Um, or is it? Uh, also, Ginger Mahal did a fireman slam. I call it a fireman slam, cause fireman slam. Yeah, because he's slam, in a he's a, slam, in a fireman's slam. carry and he slams him down like whatever. I don't know. He's always uh, on the scene. Fireman <laughs> slam. Ah, <laughs> uh, um, AJ reverses a coloss with a Pele kick. Awesome. Um, uh, Ginger Mahal did did a vicious kick on AJ Styles. Um, for a two count, uh, AJ reversing another coloss. AJ with the 450, awesome. Uh, this is now AJ finally kind of like um, AJ still selling the ribs though. Yeah, he's still selling the ribs. Um, uh, after the 450, uh, the Sings try to interfere by trying to get Ginger out. AJ, even though he's injured, he's able to do the Styles Clash on uh, one of the Singh brothers and then take out the other guy and uh, take the other Singh brother um, out with the barricade. Um, John, John, John. If Jinder had managed to do the Styles Clash, would it have been the Styles Collapse? <laughs> it bloody well should have been. It probably would have been, actually, yeah. The, the Styles Collapse. Yeah, that would be that would have hit hilarious. Uh, uh, but no, uh, it kind of leads to that where um, uh, what was it? He hit uh, Jinder hit AJ with in the back of the neck with a knee. That was rough. Um, and then hits the coloss, gets a two count. Then then of course Jinder tried to do the Styles Clash. AJ counted it into a calf crusher and. Uh, AJ was able to roll over to get into uh, you know into the middle of the ring and get the submission win, and uh, it was good. It it actually was good for uh, Jinder to have that much offense um, through the most of the match, and then AJ fighting his way into um, you know that win uh, with that mm. calf crusher win. So yeah, I do agree that this was a really good match. It was a good match. It's a shame that uh, it took AJ to really push Jinder into this really good match. Yeah. But when you're fighting Mr. Boring for yes. three goddamn months, uh, it's really bloody hard, especially when all you're doing is having gimmick matches over and over again. Mm -hmm. But 
I don't know what you're going to do. I really enjoyed the match. Kev? Uh, I, I enjoyed the match. I wouldn't say I really enjoyed the match, though. Okay. I don't know. It, just, it seemed a bit... <coughs> yeah. it, was, it, it, was it was obviously... It was completely, if you put it in the tally... Match, but it was... If you put it in a tally, it's probably like the the it was the car, it was the match that was like the the middle match in terms of like best to worst and whatnot. It's like your best one was the tag match, your worst one was the I don't know like the triple threat or the squash <laughs> match, uh, the squash match, and then you got the title match here. Yeah, in I, the I'd, I'd say that was I said that was very good. But again, I thought it was I did think it was a very good. Um, uh, a very good effort from from both wrestlers, though. Mm-hmm. But it didn't really do that much for me. No, I will note. I will note this much, Jinder. You gotta get your back knee sorted out. Mm. Seriously, we see all. We see all, and we know all. Um. Yes. Okay. So, pay per view thoughts in general, Mister John Turbo. Um, I think overall it was okay. It could have been a bit better. Uh, there was a couple of match, a couple of matches, obviously that were not that great. But uh, um, in terms to the last smack, I I think this is not as strong as the last SmackDown uh, pay per view. I think. What was the last SmackDown pay per view? Uh, I think. That was wasn't Hell in a Cell, was it? Yeah, I think it was Hell in a Cell. Probably was, yeah. Yeah, I think Hell in a Cell was much stronger. I think. Let's have a look. Uh, Marks out of ten. I am going to give Clash of Champions a six. Um, It's got to be slightly lower than what I gave Hell in a Cell for. Because I don't, I, it's like uh, some of the mid stuff, especially that squash match, really brought it down. Uh, mm-hmm. I really didn't think that needed to be there, but uh, I did like uh, the ta- I did like the Kevin Owens tag match. I uh, like uh, I really liked the the Fatal Four Way tag match, but the women's match and the U.S. title match and the squash match really let it down for me. So, yeah. What was your mark? Uh, sorry, six. A six. Uh, and you were right, by the way. Uh, if you include War Games, uh, Hell in a Cell was the last Batman pay-per-view, and it was four pay-per-views ago, if you include War Games. Yeah. So, Mr. Kevin, thoughts and mark out of ten? Uh, yes. I agree with uh, Turbo, for the most part. There. Shock. Uh, I... <laughs> Talking about these SmackDown pay-per-views, in that there seems to be some really, really good matches... And then there's like one match on there that shouldn't even be on the pay per view, uh, but is purely there just to go. Oh look, there's somebody. Uh, and then there's like one match which is eh, and one match which is just bowling too ugly. Um, there, there are a few botches here and there. Well, I didn't mention actually was in the um, within the women's match. Where Natty tried to, uh, Natty was supposed to clothesline Charlotte over the top rope. It didn't exactly work, and Charlotte ended up sort of sitting on her ass in the corner. I totally forgot about and that. And wasn't sure what she was supposed to do at that point. Instead of covering it, she sort of just, she just sort of sat there. 
Um, and then she was like, should I roll out? And she turned away and Natty gave her the idea by kicking her really hard in the back. <laughs> like, yes! That was pretty hard. Yeah. Look crap. Um, I'm going to give it a 6.5. Ooh. We only believe in whole oh. numbers here, Kevin. Whole numbers. Round we up only believe round in whole down. numbers here. Six, round up never. Round down. Round up, I think 5.5 is the first episode. <laughs> 6.5 yeah, I... it is. Look. 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 Boo. Look. 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 No. Oh, shit. <laughs> I'm just going to do it. I've already made him the Ascension. Too late. Wait, you're not the real AJ Styles. There we go. There's... He's only giving himself more work, John, at this point. <laughs> he is, actually. That's, that's, that's true. <coughs> you're not Charlotte. There's... Um, Have I told you you're not a very good wrestler, Pete? <laughs> It's not, oh, it's not very popular opinion, that one. Yeah. Um, okay. Cool. Okay. Brilliant stuff. So, in a shock twist, I disagree with both of you. Uh, in my in my hashtag unpopular opinion, uh, I rate this as a pretty decent pay per view, better than Survivor Series and better than the other one, not War Games, the other one. Hell Hell Hell. Um, you say you thought this was better than Hell TLC. Hell. TLC. Or t- mm. Better than TLC. Um, I'm going to give this an 8. Wow. Alright. Wow. Is that like the highest rating we've given so far? It is, yes. Um, well, you, it's, it's, just, highest, it's just this that... is your highest rating. My highest rating was an 8 back at War Games, I believe. Yeah. So. Uh, sh- that video hasn't come out yet, John. Um... <laughs> Look forward to it though. Probably after Christmas at this point. <laughs> um, bar the my biggest complaint being too many multi man ma- multi person matches on the card uh, and the confusion with the actual rule set leading to uh, the majority of um, what are they called commentator confusion. Um, I really enjoyed the matches and I really enjoyed what I was watching. So. Um, you know, as someone that hasn't gone into great deal, taken notes and just watched it for what it is, uh, which is what I do best. I just watch it and don't really pay attention. Um, that's what you guys do. That's what you're here for. <laughs> we're, um, we're, we're, the pro- we're the professional analysts here. Exactly. Are... Quote, quotation marks. I, I, I shall be the Booker T to your Corey Graves. Um, <laughs> and, and that makes Kevin Michael Cole. Uh, <laughs> Oh, you mean you mean much maligned and has to actually just deal with all the crap. Wait a minute. Let me see if this works. You're now Michael Cole. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, yes, I give it an eight, uh, six and a six point five from the lovely co hosts. Um the next one we will be recording will be Royal Rumble. Uh, we have re- got war games in the bag, but Mister, it's Christmas time. Work it on the plate for all of us, and uh, just editing just gets on top of all of us sometimes. Uh, so we'll be back to record next time for the Royal Rumble, which is the next pay per view, and hopefully 
with a bit of luck and time, Mr. Kevin Eva will have war games. At some point. Between now and the Rumble. Uh, if not, then it's something that's in the vault that may yeah. come back at some time. But yes, uh, I think with Royal Rumble coming up, that means there's another NXT TakeOver coming as well, John? Mm-hmm. Yes, there will be a TakeOver at uh, Philadelphia the night before Royal Rumble. So, Brilliant back. stuff. Cool. Another weekend, of, another weekend of wrestling awaits. Uh, mm. In the meantime, hey, guys... Yes. Hey, what does everybody want? I do not want head. <laughs> or do I? I don't know. Please, 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 please. Oh, please, sir. Do the outro now. Sure. Kev, hold Moppy for me. <laughs> Moppy's dead, man. Leave the memories alone. I know. Um, thank you very much for watching, ladies and gentlemen. Um, if you'd like to watch us on the social media, uh, yeah, then I'm sure Mr. Kevin Eva will put it all in the boxes below us since the, it's, uh, it's magic clickbait time. Yeah, yeah well, Grant, right, Grant, Grant, yeah, can sure do that magical you know, I can't really do that with gloves on. Exactly. Uh, um, but yes, uh, you can follow Mr. Turbo on at TurboXLR. Uh, you can follow Mr. Kevin on at the Kevin Eva. You can follow me at, at Titans Creed, as you can see just below our names. As always, this has been Last Minute Kickout. You can find us uh on the youtubes if you're watching us i hope so or you can find us on the itunes feed which will be in the description below thank you very much for watching slash listening and we'll see you next time